What's going on, Elikian and Young and Alive listeners? Today, I am joined with Brian, the owner of the worldwide brand Young and Alive. But before I get into the episode, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit that down button. It's the number one way you can support us. And without any further ado, enjoy the episode. So starting off, I just want to say I've been a fan of you guys for a really, really long time now. And it's so cool to actually have you on because I've been, you know, I've been a fan of you guys for a while. And it's funny because I've actually used your content, your motivational content to, you know, like some mornings to get me up to go for a run, you know, like it's, it's stuff like that. So it's really meaningful. So starting off, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I appreciate that. So um, my name is Brian. Um, just a little background. I'm 22 right now. I'm about to turn 23. Um, I just graduated college and, um, I was a psychology major. And so, yeah, so I'm just kind of, um, right now I'm just kind of focusing on, on young and alive. And it's funny you say they, when it really is just me right now. Um, but hopefully we'll, we'll expand. Um, yeah, so I started this page, um, around a year and a half ago and I mean, so far so good, I guess. Wow. That's awesome. It's so you're doing this on your own. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as of now, I definitely hope to um, branch ahead, but that's a little uh, too soon to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely a vision I have for it. Definitely. Well, you know, like I have to say, I, I honestly didn't know it was just you. And you know why I'm saying that? Um, it's because how consistently you guys are posting and how consistently you have, uh, you know, YouTube, everything. Like it's, it's in my eyes and I think in everyone else's eyes, it's so much content and it's so much that it seems almost impossible for one human being to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I, I seriously have a lot of respect for that. That's very, very impressive, man. Like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And you know, it's, I think, I think a big uh, factor in that is that it, it doesn't really feel like work to me. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, what I do, <laughs> like I yeah, kind of yeah, just like yeah. wake up, like like my my mind is always thinking about younger alive. Like I'm always thinking about videos, um, mm-hmm. and so it, it's almost like second nature. And I guess I guess that's a very important thing for people to find is that what comes to you second nature, where it doesn't even feel like work. Um, obviously, there's stuff here and there. I mean, it's not all not all um, amazing all the time. There's yeah. some hard stuff you got to do, but um, I just I just fell in love with it and. Um, I think the results have shown for it too. And when it comes to it's like posting every day, um, like I said, it's not really like, oh, like I feel like posting today. It's more of like I wake up and I post. Like there's no if and no buts about it. Um, and that's honestly the secret to, to really getting some traction on social media or just traction in anything in life is, is to really be consistent and to take as many shots as possible. That's a big thing too is because you never know what's going to hit and what's not. So um, being consistent makes makes you take more shots which increases the chances of of stuff going viral and once again that's just the case for everything yeah yeah, yeah definitely you know and i've also heard that before you know like consistency is key i've heard some other people say that and i mean now i'm realizing it and i think you are like the perfect example of it you know you stayed consistent at what you're doing and you know like now look at you right you're like huge like it's insane how how big you guys are, are sorry i keep saying that just because it blows my mind how big you are um all over here it's awesome so where did this all start (laughs) so it's actually um crazy story so it was actually kind of a mistake um so i i posted so first of all before i even started the page i i kind of had this vision for young and alive i was thinking of well i first of all i've been in this um i've been a consumer of this industry for a while um like the self-help and like trying to help people um since 2018 
Awesome. Um, and I, I tried to do my own thing. I kind of made these videos um, that didn't that were kind of terrible that I hope will never see the light of day. <laughs> um, and so when I realized that that really wasn't the move, I kind of I was like, all right, what am I going to do from here? And this was 2020. So this was uh, probably a couple months into COVID. Um, I was in my junior year of college and I was, I figured that, um, the approach was to build a personal brand, but I kind of, um, I kind of figured that wasn't the approach yet. Um, so I, I was thinking about names for a brand I could use. And what I did was I, I went on my, for some reason, I just had the instinct to, to pull up, um, Spotify and just shuffle like one of my playlists and the song Young and Alive by Bozzy came on. And right away I was like, that's it. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's it. Awesome. Like, it's, it's, it, it like, it, it like, I, there was no hesitation. Like I knew right away that that was the name. And so, but here's the thing, this was six months before I even started the TikTok. So I, I pretty much like had this vision in the back of my mind, but I wasn't really taking action towards it. Um, and then pop, like early, late, late 2020. Um, so this was at the, like halfway through my senior year of college, I um, ran into a video. It was it was a video of Bill Murray talking about how a painting saved his life. And mm -hmm. I, for some reason, when I saw that video, I like had like an instinct, like like I need to post this. And so, I I first posted it on under my personal name, um, but then I had a change of heart. Um, something like I had an instinct where I was like maybe not, and because um, it's because you know like it kind of having like videos like that under a personal name, like I just didn't really see it going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, so what I did was I was like, Oh, well I had this young and alive idea. So let's just post it again off of this account called young and alive. And, um, I posted it, didn't expect anything of it. Um, when I, when I, the early days, like this was late 2020, early 2021. Um, I wasn't really expecting much of it. And then, it was January. So probably like three weeks into it, I had a video go nuts. And, and that was, um, you, you see the video of that's like 24 million views. Um, yeah, you have a couple the, of that's million. Like, yeah. It's like Tony Robbins yeah. saves, saves a suicidal man. Like yeah, less yeah, than yeah. a minute. I, so I actually made that video. I, that was a remake of the video. First video that blew up. Um, oh, that man. got, I think 1.6 million likes. And this was like a month into me wow. even starting the page. And so <laughs> awesome. that was that was a big moment for me. That was that was a very, very interesting moment. Um, I remember it very, very vividly the day that that video was blowing up because um, I was I was driving um, from the gym um, at my school. And I remember I, I was like looking at like on like the red light, like looking at the video blow up. Um, and then in the same, the same car ride, I get a DM from team Gary V saying that they wanted to sponsor one of my, like they no wanted to, way. well, don't get too excited because I mean, I was, I was hyped when yeah, I yeah, yeah. saw it, but it ended up being like 15 bucks. So like, it wasn't like that big of a deal, but, um, I was still hyped though. Like, yeah. I, was, I mean, Hey, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like a month into this. And I'm already making money. Yeah, seriously. Um, but then I remember it so vividly because in the same car ride, home like this is probably like two minutes after i saw that dm i get a call from my mom saying that we're putting the dog down so all of a sudden i go from very no very excited very hyped to like damn like yeah seriously so I, that, that that was a moment in my life where there was like a real turning point where i was like i was graduating soon um 
and I kind of saw it as like, this is like, I kind of saw it as a sign. Like this is time to right. time to grow up in a way. And, and my dog dying, like even kind of like represented that too. Cause I was like my childhood dog. Um, so it was, it was just a real, it was a real weird moment for me that I'm probably going to remember, uh, for a long time. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah. So, and then after that, I just, I kept at it and we, uh, just kept the momentum going and, um, I'm trying to keep that momentum right now and bring it to the next level. Definitely. I mean, it looks like, I mean, I, I'm betting off that. I mean, it's not, it's not happened for me. Like I haven't really blown up yet. We're, we're getting there, you know, but I bet that that video that blew up for you must've been so much, so motivational. I mean, obviously you're dog dying. That's very upsetting, but like, I'm betting that motivation off that video, you know, of it blowing up must've got you going. Like it was huge. It was huge. Yeah. yeah it, so it, it, this is a big thing too, where it's like, sometimes all like you just need a taste and that's all you need because I really didn't think that anything was going to work. Um, and, and when I got a taste of like, wait a second, maybe it can work. That's, that's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to know. And, uh, I just doubled down from there. And so that's, that's a good lesson to take is that like, you have to try because, and even if you're not motivated at first, cause it's hard to be motivated when it's not working. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's just so that's just like, you know, how, it, how it works. Like, like no one's motivated when like you're not getting any views or yeah. like you're not like making any money. Um, but when you, when you get a taste of it, you don't understand like how that can have an effect on you and how like that can get you out of bed even more. And it, like when, when we like the, the bigger and bigger we get, I've seen my motivation get better and better. Um, and it's just, it's crazy. And a lot, and a lot of luck goes into it too. I'm not going to lie. Um, a lot of luck. But you gotta you gotta shoot your shot and make your make sure that you can put yourself in those positions to be lucky, and also just try not to be so attached to it, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you said luck, right? That's something that I've heard I've heard a couple times, and I like I'm so like I understand it, but at the same time I don't. So you mean like lucky through like stuff blowing up and the right timing on posting stuff? Is that what you mean? Well, luck, luck in all aspects. Yes, that's true. But also a lot of. I mean, I'm not, a lot of people can probably relate to this, but like in hindsight, like when you're like, when you look back at like past stuff in your life, like even sometimes the unlucky stuff can end up being lucky. Like there's, there's so many times, like there's so many certain circumstances where I look back, I'm like, if this never happened, then Young and Alive wouldn't be a thing. Right. If this small thing didn't happen, then this bad thing didn't happen, then Young and Alive wouldn't be a thing. So it, it, that's also another factor. And I mean, when it, when it comes to luck, I think, um, people also put too much of emphasis on it too. Like it's a factor, but it's not everything because obviously, um, if you suck, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, that's a big factor too, is, is not betting on being lucky is betting on how do I not suck and how do I get better? Um, and how you get better is by shooting your shot and trying and failing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then like it, people don't understand, like it could all change in an instance. Like, yeah. Like there's so many, you hear so many stories of, of people who've been like underground, like in any industry for years and years and years. And then they just pop up like that. Yeah. I mean, you look at anyone, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's in any industry. Yeah. 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 The best one that I've seen is like Mr. Beast. Like he was the bet whenever I was listening to Joe Rogan episode, he did with him on a podcast and it was like, he was talking about how he's been doing it. He's been doing it for so long. And, you know, you would have never known that until like, you know, he blew up, right? Until everyone knew who he was. But it's like stuff like that. It's just, it's so crazy. It's crazy how much, you know, effort and stuff like that. And you also talked about how you, you started during um, 
COVID and all that kind of time, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was, so it was late 2020. So okay. it was, um, it wasn't, I, I had the thought of Younger Live um, mm-hmm. beginning of COVID and then like 20, I mean, that was terrible time, uh, like late 2022. Gotcha. Like I think I'm pretty sure it, uh, like the, the cases spiked really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm now finding like a lot of people who, you know, have really started something. It was all during that time, you know, because people just, they had nothing else to do and they kind of just, you know, they had these ideas and kind of branched off. But that's the thing is, right, you stay consistent at your thing and you stay disciplined to it. And that's a, that's the biggest thing is like, I don't know, I feel like so many people have such great ideas. They just got to figure out a way to branch it like you have, you know. Exactly. And and, and Younger Live wouldn't be a thing without COVID, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, it's, it's crazy to think about how it just works out like that. You yeah, know? it's crazy. Yeah. Well, same with me though, right? Is this podcast wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for COVID, you know, the idea came out through there. So it's, it's really, I mean, as negative as it was, you know, it's, it's crazy to see what, what all that time alone, everyone, you know, figured out, you know, their own way. But yeah. So a big question I have for you, because since you make all this very inspirational content and you publish it and blah, 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 I want to, I want to know, were you inspired by anyone to make this type of content? Was there someone that you saw or was there something like that? I'm inspired by by many people um, in the industry, um, and I, I was just very drawn towards it. You know, like I even back in the day, um, I, I was just like very drawn towards it. Like it was almost like natural. Um, uh, big inspirations are, are Tony Robbins is a big inspiration of mine. Um, that's I think he's the goat when it comes to um, this field and. Um, I think he's kind of the person that everyone chases. Um, 100%. And besides that, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that I'm influenced by. A lot of it is on the content too. Like you'll see a bunch of, a bunch of people on the content. Um, but I think, I think it's important to, to be inspired by others. Um, but at the same time, try to, try to carve your own path. And so I'm trying to – right now I'm trying to find the balance between using stuff that other people have used and – um, like studying other what other people have done, but also another big thing that I've been trying to do recently is, but how do I stand out? How do I create my own lane? Mm. Um, and that's hard. It's hard to create your own lane. It's hard to to take chances. It's hard to um, step out of the box. But if you look around at the most successful people, like not even in social media in general, it's the people that stand out. It's the people right. that aren't like every other um, brand that aren't like any other, um, person. Um, so people don't understand, like they try so hard to be so similar to these other people that they think are successful when actually standing out is a thing that's going to make you successful. I just had that realization right now thinking about that. You, after you saying yeah. that, yeah. wow, it's very, it's so true. Cause I feel like a lot of people, like even you saying that a lot of people probably try and, you know, copy and do the same content that you do. Yeah, I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Yeah. That, that was also a very, a very weird moment for me. Mm-hmm, was when bad. I would see the the videos that I would post just everywhere <laughs> yeah. on my yeah. for you page. Yeah, seriously. Like like the same like the same uh, content. Not that like it's my video because obviously yeah. like technically I stole it too. But like, mm-hmm. but I didn't see that video a lot before, and um, so that that was a weird weird feeling like seeing like the actual impact I had on like yeah seriously the, like that was that was crazy for me. It is no, it's definitely is and. Yeah, after you saying that right now, like I'm even thinking like it is so true that it's about, you know, you look at anyone who's really blown up. It's all original. You know, it's all it is. It's not 
yeah it's very that's that is a it's a it's a weird thing to wrap my head around but it it definitely it makes sense that's very impressive yeah and it, and it reminds me of a um i just read a book called purple cow it's by seth godin and um it's it's pretty much it's like a very legendary marketing book and he pretty much talks about um the concept of the purple cow which is if you're driving down a street and there's like a field of cows like and there's like all like the normal like black and white cows and mm -hmm. you see a purple cow like you're gonna like look at it yeah like and you're gonna like notice it and like that's and that's the whole concept mm -hmm. that's like the whole like secret of marketing in this day of age especially right. since everything is so saturated and like everyone's trying to do it yeah seriously. Um, and so basically he says that in the book um that the best form of marketing is being different mm -hmm. um it's obviously having good products and having good content and having all that stuff but being different is is the way that you really stand out and um so yeah that's the whole thesis of the book is don't don't be afraid to be different don't be afraid to take chances mm -hmm. no i'm definitely gonna have to check it check out that book dude seriously like that's i've been uh i've been looking for a book recently i finished i don't know if you know can't hurt me by david goggins yeah i read that i read that a while ago i just finished reading that so i'm definitely definitely gonna check out that book that's sweet and you know what's funny is i found um, the reason why I first reached out to you, I mean, first off, I didn't know, I didn't think you were going to actually reply back because I mean, you're, you have such a big following, you know, I, I assume like people like you, you know, it's hard to find time to message out all your DMs, but I mean, you, you able, you were able to find mine. So that's, that's awesome. But I, I thought it was funny. The reason why is because, you know, you kind of have, I find your brand young and alive almost has the same idea as mine out looking in, right? Yeah. It's like the whole idea of helping inspire. So that's why I thought it was like perfect, you know, for you you to come on here which is i mean it's amazing you know yeah but so you guys sorry again i said you guys it's just so crazy to me uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah so you you've branched out into everything right like youtube i mean tiktok youtube uh instagram you have a clothing brand like how did you do this you know like where did this all start how did you get into the clothing brand how did you like how did you start all that stuff so, so the clothing brand, um, was just something that I, um, I mean, I felt young and alive was very marketable. Right. Um, it definitely is. Yeah. And, and I, I've been trying to do the clothing brand from the start. I've been trying different designs out and, um, and sending certain sweatshirts to influencers. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's just, it's very, it's very, um, I think it's, it's also something that people can like all you need to see is young and alive. And I feel like that speaks for itself. Like, um, and not only that, we're going to, we're going to really start pushing, uh, stuff that says you're only young once. And that even yes. is even more of an example of speaking for itself. 100%. Um, and it's actually funny before you, before we got on this podcast, I got a text message from someone who, uh, just made a video with the new sweatshirts. So I'm excited to, to post that soon. That is sweet. And, um, yeah, and then when it comes to when it comes to the the YouTube and Instagram, I kind of um, realized that like I really should be posting on the other platforms, and I also I know there's a lot of value in a YouTube following too. I understand that as well, um, because yes, yes, a million followers or 1.3 million followers on TikTok is a big deal and like all that, but um, it's it's also a lot more of a big deal to like have 1.3 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. This, this is the truth. Uh -huh. And so, and with the YouTube, you can, you can do so much with it. Um, because short form content is very, very useful, but it's not, in my opinion, it's not, it's the future, but it's not sustainable mm -hmm. for, um, it's not sustainable for a brand. 
And there's only so much personality you can get out of um, short form content. And um, personality is huge when it comes to building a brand. And that's, that's when you, I mean, you look at the most, the biggest brands on social media right now, they have personalities. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm trying to branch out to. Um, yeah. And we, we've seen a lot of success on YouTube lately. Yeah, kind of seriously. Off guard. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Almost, almost over a hundred thousand subscribers right now. And so the goal is to, is to, um, the goal from there is to, is to start my own podcast and to, um, That'd be awesome. and to see where that goes. And, and just the overall, the overall vision of young and alive, um, is to, is to almost be like the barstool sports of the self-help industry. And what I mean by that is, is it's it, like, like you say, like they, like it's, mm-hmm. I hope that you will say that in the future because <laughs> I hope that we'll, that we'll have, um, a team. Yeah, so that's that's the concept, and you've already, you might already see on the page too. Like we're starting to utilize other creators' content, and um, I've been I've I've sent so many DMs to people. Um, it's crazy. Um, trying to get their videos on my account. Um, so that that's where I'm trying to shift towards is to is to make it more of a community um, nice. rather than just motivational videos because I mean that can only take you so far. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. But I mean, I think one of my biggest questions for you is. How do you stay this discipline? I think everyone's asking that as well. You know, all your listeners are like, how do you stay this discipline? How do you find the time to, you know, do this? Like it's, I mean, you said you were going to school as well. Like, how do you find the time to do this? Um, I'm a psychopath. Um, <laughs> but it's, so it's, yeah. So I, I've always been, I've always been, I don't want to say a hard worker, but I've always been very consistent um, and in almost everything I do. I think it, to be honest, I mean, um, a lot of it has to do with guilt because like when you're like I, and which is not a bad thing. Like sometimes guilt can be very powerful um, because it yeah, makes yeah. you, makes you do what you got to do. And so the last thing I wanted, the last thing I want is to, is to regret not giving it my all. So it, it's more of just like, and once again, the other aspect of it, of it is, is like, I just love it. And it's just mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like second nature. And um, like after this podcast, I'm going to go straight into making videos. Um, and, not only that, I'm just very, very passionate about the vision, and that's that's a huge part of building any company, building any brand is is the vision. Because if you're if you're focused on the money, if you're focused on the fans, the followers, the the clout, then that can only take you so far. But if you have an overall vision that's going to drive you every day, you're going to go much, much farther. Um, because the vision for Young and Alive and and all this, it, it's not about me. It's about the whole thesis of it is helping young people where society hasn't. And I mean, it's hard not to be motivated when you're thinking about that every day. Um, and it's hard not to be motivated when you see DMS from people saying how much the content has helped. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's not, it's just second nature. Like it's just what I do and I'm I'm not going to stop. Right. Right. That's sweet. It's so cool. It's so cool. I, I also am interested, you know, like how I hate to ask this, but like, almost like a day in the life. Like I'm really interested to see because I, you have such a huge following and like, I just don't like, could you, could you even run down like a day in the life on how, you know, you work with this stuff? Like, could you just run that down? I can. And, and the reason I sort of, before I go through it, I, the mm-hmm. reason why I can is because I think this is an important lesson is that I have it scheduled. And I think that anyone should have their, their day to day life scheduled. Not that there shouldn't be days where you just do whatever the hell you want. Right. But it's a lot easier to to know what you have to do if you if you have it in front of you. Like like when I'm for example, 
um, I pushed it back, but from, from three to five is my video making time like mm. every day, no matter what. Mm. Um, right. and so, and so when, when, when this clock strikes three, I'm working on videos, like it, there's no, there's no question. Um, and so if, when you have it in front of you and you're able to actually see what you're supposed to be doing at any given time, there's no, there's no overthinking. And that's where people get stuck, right? Is when they, is when there's, they're so overwhelmed with, I got to do this. I got to do like these broad things. Like I got to uh, build a social media page. I got to start a business, but you really got to focus on right now. What should I be doing? Right. And um, it's so important to write that down and know what you should be doing on a day to day basis. Um, so right now I'm in a weird part of my life because I just graduated college and um, obviously I'm living in Boston right now, paying my own rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and rent in Boston is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> rent, rent in any city right now is expensive. Um, life in general right now is expensive with inflation. Um, yeah. But so so I'm, I am working a full time job. Um, I won't go into details of, of that just yeah. for respect of my of the of the job. Um, of but my shift starts at six forty five a.m. So I uh, I like to have a lot of time in the mornings um, because I think that's another another lesson is that. Um, people try like kind of cram their mornings in where they wake up, eat breakfast, go to work. But, um, I try to have time. Uh, so I'm not like rushing because how you start your day is so important. So it's, it's so important just to wake up relaxed and, um, and like I have time to like Definitely. do whatever I got to do. Um, so I wake up, I have, I have a, I have a very strict morning routine that I do that I, I think is great. So I wake up around like five twenty, Um, and then I work until one forty-five. Um, and then I go to the gym Monday, Tuesdays, um, and Thursdays, um, during the work week after, right after the work. And then I go home, uh, shower, and then I go straight to making videos. And then after that I make dinner. And then after that I go straight to, um, working on the business side of things. Um, and then after that I either read or write, um, just to, just to obviously reading because I mean everyone knows the importance of reading, like the yeah. learning part. But um, the writing is very important for me too. Not only because it's it's something I want to do down the road, but it helps me organize my thoughts and it helps me almost not like um, script, but it makes me more prepared mm. um, for like stuff like this where I have to talk. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when, yeah, like yeah. when you practice, when you practice, like what I've you never ta- about what you that say. Way. Yeah, so that's just a practice that I have, um, and. And then after that, I just go to bed and uh, do it all again in the morning. Um, the weekends are different, um, of course, of course. And I, I do try to, I do try to do something every day. Um, obviously, it's important to to find that time to relax. And that's a whole other thing too. Is is like just like I said, I have time specific times in the day where like if it's five, I'm doing this. Right. If it's this, I'm doing that. Like there's also times in my week where it's it's this time you're resting, it's this time you're sleeping. That's also extremely important too, because a lot of times we can get so caught up in the work that we forget to rest. And so when you schedule out those like time blocks that you're going to rest, like it, it makes sure that you actually do it. Mm-hmm. And it's also nice too, because when you're, if you're resting and you like know you have like, you should be doing something like it's not really rest because you're just anxious and like you're, you're like stressed out about the stuff you should be doing. But when you're, when you're like, when you have like a, a guilt-free time block like every week we're like this is when i'm doing nothing but whatever the hell i want to do it's it's guilt-free 
Well, I, another thing I was also going to ask whenever you're talking about that is a lot of people nowadays, you know, they struggle with screen time, right? Like people are on their screens 24-7, a lot of teenagers, stuff like that. As someone like yourself, the screen is basically, your social media is what you're building, right? And that's what you're doing. Or do you try and minimize your screen time? Do you like, like, how does that work? How's your screen time? You know, because I mean, obviously editing and working and stuff like that, that's different, right? But I'm saying like, besides that, you know, just scrolling on TikTok whenever you have free time, do you minimize that time? Well, like you said, it kind of is my job. <laughs> like right, it's, exactly. Uh, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Even like honestly scrolling through or like, or um, even finding content is like, mm-hmm. is it's like half the game for me. Like I have to make sure I'm, I'm, I have enough content to go for the week. I mean, I, I was posting one video a day, but I'm going to be posting two videos a day. So that's especially wow. relevant now. Um, so I'm going to need to get, make sure I'm really disciplined about finding the content. Um, but when it comes to, when it comes to screen time, the thing about, and I feel like a lot of people with like full-time jobs that also are doing something on the side can really benefit from what I'm about to say is that when you're working a full-time job, like it makes the time that you're not working on your full-time job extremely valuable. And so I don't tend to get distracted right now because I know like, because I'm working for 7.5 hours a day, right. so the busy. rest of the day, I yeah. better be busting my ass because <laughs> that's the only time I have. And if, the, if I want to work, I better be focused. And so it's not, it's not hard for me to stay focused personally because, because I know that half the time I'm at work or sleeping or with friends. And so that free time I have, like, I better, like, it's like, I gotta be focused. Yeah. And, um, that's something that I've really gotten better at. So that's just an overall lesson for anyone that's, that's working a full-time job right now, or, or is frustrated about like if you're in school or if like you have other time commitments, I, I believe that there's value in, in, in every experience. And even that stuff is, is valuable too, because it makes you really prioritize your, the free time that you have. And not only that, it's, I mean, the thing about having a full-time job too, it's, it's, it's a consistent paycheck and that's, and that's nice because it, it takes, it takes some pressure off of everything else. Mm-hmm. And when you take pressure off yourself, you're more likely to, to, to take more action and that action will lead into more results. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It's definitely, it's very impressive, man. Very, very impressive. Yeah. But with that being said, I would love to quit my job and, and do this full time. That's really? the goal right now. Yeah. That's, that's the, the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, talking about goal, I'm interested. What's your end goal? You know, what's the goal of all of this? Basically to, to build a brand and build a, build a community that, um, like I said, like the best way I could put it is, is try to be like the Barstool sports of the self-help industry. Um, and to, and to really, to really help young people where, I personally believe society has failed when it comes to um, not only mental health, but just like just navigating um, being young because it's tough. I mean, I'm, I'm 22, almost 23. Um, I'm going, I'm going through it right now. Like the same exact stuff that everyone else is. Um, it's hard. And I feel like there's no, there's no really, there's no one really guiding us when it comes to um, the mental aspect of it all. Um and you know, I, I just really want—I really want to be that um, that hub that young people can go to. And you know, it's like a lot of people. It's hard. It's harder to relate. Obviously, we should listen to to the older people. Um, you should listen to your elders, obviously, and you should you should really take what they're saying seriously and, and take that advice. But I think that personally, that it's a lot when you hear that stuff coming from people that's your age, it's a lot more relatable and you're able to relate to the content uh, more, which is able to um, 
kind of leave that ingrained in you, whatever message you're trying to send. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of value in, in hearing other people that are your age, um, helping out, helping you out and stuff. Um, because like I, especially too, this is, there's a big generation gap. I mean, um, we, I'm how old are you? you? I'm 15. You're 15. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm like eight years older than you. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So like you grew up with social media. I grew up yeah. in social media and, um, it's a whole, it's a whole different world, um, mm-hmm. than, than growing up, um, whatever the hell people did before that beats me. Um, yeah. So I, am just trying to, trying to be that, trying to um, be that hub of, of young people helping young people. That is seriously sweet. That is so cool, man. I I cannot wait. I mean, already right now, I look at you as that hub, and I'm sure a lot of people are to do. But it's so cool to see that you are still driving for so much more. That's so it's so inspirational. Seriously, yeah, and 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 I got a lot of work to do. Like, um, I know I know you say all this, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, and it's 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 a it's a big mountain to climb. Um, and so, um. And hopefully, over these next six months um, and year, we're going to be we're going to be really turning it up a notch, and hopefully, that will um, result in some good stuff happening. That is great to hear. Um, I always end off my episodes asking, "What's your best piece of advice?" And this one, I'm super excited for. So, yeah, what is your best piece of advice? <laughs> oh yeah, so this I, I can I give two. Is that possible? Yes, go ahead. So, so. Um, the first one I have is, is more geared towards, towards people that are younger. Um, both, both pieces of advice can be, um, used towards people that are younger, but a big turning point in my life was when I was around 20 years old and I was just overall, like we all go through this where we're not satisfied with where we are or we're disappointed with where we are, or we don't feel like we're, um, doing enough. Or we don't feel like we're, um, almost like good enough. And I kind of had a realization that like, the reason for all that isn't because I personally suck. It's because I'm 20. And there's a, there's a big difference between those two things, right? Between saying like, no, I'm just young and stupid and I suck. Because the reality is like, you can't, if you're young, like you can't expect to just walk through life flawlessly because you're new to this life. Like, just like you, there's like any other thing you try for the first time, you're going to suck. Like when you, when you first started walking, like you fell like 5,000 times before you could walk. And so like, I, so it's so important for people that are younger to understand that, like, you're not going to get this life right, right away. Mm -hmm. And so, so many people though, the problem is that they just assume that they suck, but maybe you're just young and maybe you just need some more years under your belt. And when I made that realization, it was able to, that really took some heaviness off of me and made me walk through life a lot lighter and take action that results in the stuff that's going on right now. Um, and then the second piece of advice um, came from probably one of the most important books I ever read. It's called Unleash the Power Within uh, by Tony Robbins. And uh, there's a quote in there that goes, you could be winning, but feel like you're losing because the scored card you're using to grade your life could be unfair. And basically to break that down, pretty much like you could be winning in life, but you could internally think that you're losing because of the expectations you have for how your life should be. And so you, you need to really understand that um, like a lot of the times, like you could be doing a lot better than you think, but it's just the scorecard is unfair. 
and the way you're stacking yourself up against other people is unfair. And social media is because, yeah. I mean, you're constantly seeing all those comparisons. And um, so, yeah, you could be winning, but feel like you're losing because the scorecard you're using to create your life could be unfair. Wow. Wow. I feel like I should give you a round of applause. Seriously. Like they, <laughs> these have been, I'm being honest, the best piece of advice I've ever received uh, throughout of any of my episodes. This is like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why wow. no one's no one. I don't know why no one, like I, this is the first time I heard of it. Um, when I read that, when I read the book, I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. That, actually it it really, mind. it really did change my life. It really did. Oh my goodness. Wow. That is like, even thinking about it right now, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's like, it's advice that like a lot of people don't talk about or don't even think about because everyone's just focused on like the advice where it's like, oh, just keep pushing, keep pushing, you know, like it's sometimes stuff that's like, like that, like that, you know, not as much, not as heavily on like, keep going, like keep pushing. It's more just like, you know, like understand because like relax and you know, like all that, like, that is amazing. That's probably, honestly, I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. That is. Of course. Yeah, of course. And, um, and not only the thing about that is we talked about how, I mean, the other advice where it's not that I sucked, it's that I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, how that brought some lightness to me, how that made me like, take more action and be more confident. Um, and that, that, that scorecard thing did the same thing because mm-hmm. I realized that, well, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm okay. And maybe, and maybe it's just the way I'm grading my life. is just not fair. Um, and that, that changed my life. And I really hope, I hope to deliver that message and, and help other people with, uh, cause I, I know a lot of people are going through that right now of, oh, of not of not feeling like they're they're winning but when they really could be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know well yeah well thank you so much for coming on this has been amazing it's been a pleasure to have you on thank you so much of course thank you i'm excited to see what you have what you have planned next i'll definitely keep in touch well thank you thank you yeah and make sure to go check out young and alive all of their links will be in the description below and yeah without any further ado that's a wrap 